I've had people say that I ask a lot of questions and <laughs> that may be good or bad. And, you know, some people have said I've asked really great questions. So I guess I can't let them down. So I have a question for you. The question is, have you ever told somebody your goal or dream and you thought they were going to be happy and supportive and they just weren't? In fact, they told you all the reasons why you couldn't achieve that goal or that dream? I mean, I've been there many times before. But here's the lesson in that. We have to stop asking people for permission and start putting them on notice. What does that mean? I'll let you know. Coming up next in this episode. You're listening to the Grind and Gratitude Show. I am Danny Stone, and I've dedicated my entire life to helping people win, win in their careers, win in their businesses, and win in their lives. This podcast is going to help you get on your grind and hustle to create the life you love and walk in gratitude along the journey. Each episode, I'll teach you tools and tactics and bring you conversations with experts that will help you turn your passion into a thriving online business. Life isn't about wishing for something greater. It's about making it happen. There's something special about you. Grind it till you find it. Be grateful when you get it. Welcome to the Grind and Gratitude Show. I am Danny Stone. Thanks so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. On this episode, I want to talk to you, and I think that you're really going to appreciate this because I know that we've all been there. I know it's not just me. So today, I really want to talk to you about how people just let you down because they don't believe in you, right? Like you, sometimes we expect people to believe in our goals and our dreams, and they just don't. And it can be family members, it can be coworkers, it can be your spouse, it can be your boyfriend or girlfriend, it can be your kids, it can be your parents, it can be so many people who are close to you that you would think would support you, would encourage you to go out there and try to be great and try to to do something different to better yourself. But no, that's not always the case, right? (laughs) I don't know about you, but I've encountered friends and family members like that who are just all all about negativity. I would say, you know, I want to go and find another job. Here's all the reasons why the job market is so difficult. I would say, you know, I want to travel. Oh, you know, traveling, you got to be careful when you travel or travel is expensive, right? (laughs) Do you have people in your life like that right now? Do you? I'm fortunate enough to not have those people in my life anymore because I put a lot of distance between me and those individuals. And I'm the type of person where when I make up my mind to do something, I'm going to do it. And if I fail, it's okay. I would rather fail than have regret. And I think that's something that we all kind of have to think about. We're so concerned about failure. It's like we don't want to have this F on our report card of life that we're just so cautious about trying new things and exploring new things. And as I say, answering the call of your curiosity. And what that really means is that, you know, sometimes you're curious about things, but you never act on it. And then years and years and years go by and you still don't act on it. And then one day, you know, maybe 10, 15, 20 years later, you you say to yourself, I should have acted on it. 
I'm not really like that. I mean, I, I'm like that to a certain extent, but I'm the type of person who will try many different things and fail miserably <laughs> and sometimes even publicly. And I'm okay with that. I would rather try and fail than not try at all. And by the way, you learn from that. You learn from failing. And it also develops a sense of gratitude because think about it. When you really set out to do something and you put your heart into it, and for some reason you're not successful, it hurts a little bit. Let's be real. It hurts, right? But in that hurt, in that pain, there are lessons. And that's how champions are made. They're made because they take the lessons from failure and they reapply it to the same situation or other situations in their life. And then that's how they become successful. So I'm talking about all of this because in this episode, I really want to talk to you about how we have to stop asking people for permission and put them on notice. And what I mean by that is we have to stop asking people for permission to go out here in the world to try to better ourselves or to follow our goals and dreams. And we, start, we have to start putting them on notice that this is what you're doing. Now, let me break it down for you a little bit. You know, I, I remember many times, I've had many goals in my life, and I remember, you know, telling my boss at my old job uh, many years ago that I wanted to make a greater impact in the world. I said, you know, I just don't feel like I'm making that big an impact here. I said, I'm, I'm doing some good work, but I just, I don't feel like this is the right fit. Like, I feel like I should be doing more. And he said to me, yeah, I kind of get what you're saying, but like, this is a good job. As if I should have been satisfied with where I was. And, you know, that was an eye opener for me because people will often try to hold you where you are to make their lives easier or to make them comfortable. See, in this case with my, my old boss, he wanted to keep me there because I was making him look good. I was you know, a high performer. He never had to worry about my work. I showed up on time. I was well-liked at the organization. So for him, you know, he wanted me to stay there because it was more convenient for him. So has that ever happened to you? Have you ever told a friend or a family member a goal that you had and they tried to talk you out of it and tried to tell you all of the reasons why it was so, why it was so difficult for you to achieve that? and how hard it would be, and how much time and effort and maybe money that you would have to spend, and how it still might not work out. Have you ever had that happen to you? And in some cases, I see this happening for two reasons. One, people are comfortably uncomfortable. So maybe your friends or your family that don't support you or didn't believe in you, they were comfortably uncomfortable. And so what that means is, by you going out there and chasing your goals and your dreams of starting that business or that side hustle, of traveling, of buying a house, of whatever that big goal or dream is, you're saying to that person that they need to do some work on themselves, that they need to step up in the areas that they know that they need to dedicate more time and effort to, but they're just not ready to do that. And so for some people, it's easier for them to talk, try to talk you out of your goals and your dreams than it is for them to take action. And so 
if you have people in your life who are not supportive or who may be, you know, really negative all the time when you tell them about your ideas and your hopes and dreams, sometimes it's not their fault. They just can't be happy for you when they're struggling in some area of their life, but they're just not willing to take action on it. So the easiest thing for them to do is to try to talk you out of it so that they don't actually have to do the work. Because one of two things happens when you actually go out there and start to to chase your goals and dreams. One of two things happen with the people around you. One, when they see you out here putting in the work on your goals and your dreams, they realize that they have to step up their game and level up their game. And so now they start to look at their life and they say, okay, where do I want more happiness or success? Or where am I having the most challenges? And I'm going to do something about it. You inspire people to do that. That's what happens sometimes. The other time is they hate on you and they try to talk you out of it because they're not willing to level up their their game. And they know that being around you, somebody who's going after your goals and your dreams, is going to make them feel kind of awkward and, and sort of inadequate. And so what happens is that's when they start to either hate on you or be very negative every time you bring up your goals and your dreams or how you're trying to better yourself. So those are the two things that usually happen with people around you when you become a goal getter, G-O-A-L, goal getter. And so that's the first thing that I kind of see happening is that, you know, people kind of hate on you and, and, and they try to hold you back. And it's almost like when you go to them with your goals and your dreams, they expect you to be asking them for permission. Like you want acceptance from them. But the other thing is your goals and your dreams are about you. They're not about anybody else. They're about what you want. They're about you bettering yourself. They're about you creating the life that you want. And so you have to stop focusing on other people and focus on you. And we often get caught up with going to somebody, telling them a goal or a dream and expecting them and hoping that they're going to be on board with it and support us, but they're not. And here's the thing. Nobody should be invested in your goals and your dreams and you know, launching your business or whatever it is more than you, right? And you shouldn't expect other people to believe in you just as much as you believe in yourself or even more than you do. Like we shouldn't expect that. Instead, what you should know is that you're going to put your best effort and your best forward, best foot forward to achieve this goal that you have or this dream. And if you fail, it's okay. You can readjust and try again. That's what I want you to understand. Stop asking people for permission and put them on notice. This is what I'm going to do, right? And so that's kind of one of the things that, that happens when we tell people our goals and dreams. And and that's one of the things that kind of stops us right away because we allow other people to talk us out of something that we think that we want. Do you ever think about doing something you love for a living? Have you ever thought about making a greater impact in the world? Well, it starts with finding the right passionate idea to launch your amazing online business. I say online business because it gives you the freedom to work from anywhere. Let me help you unlock your big idea. Head over to IamDannyStone.com and sign up for your profitable, passionate idea.
The second reason that sometimes people don't believe in you and believe in your goals and your dreams is that when you get out there and you make up your mind to do something different or to try to better yourself, it disrupts the relationship between you and that person. And maybe it's not even the best relationship, or maybe it's a great relationship for you or for them, but they realize that by you going out here and and chasing something, that the dynamics of your relationship is going to change. Now, here's, here's a perfect example. Have you ever been in a relationship with somebody and you, you know, they really weren't ambitious. They kind of were just coasting through life and just going through the motions and they weren't somebody who really sets goals. And you remember saying to that person, you know, I have this goal or this dream. And then they try to talk you out of it. And in the back of their mind, they're thinking things are going to change. We're not going to laze around, you know, after work all day and eat fast food and and watch Netflix all the time. Now it's going to be different. You're going to be out here, you know, maybe it's a fitness goal, going to the gym five times a week, or you're going to be out here, you know, taking a course, or you're going to be out here doing a side hustle. And that's going to take away from uh, the relationship. And so sometimes people are afraid of that. They're afraid that once you have this awakening in terms of your potential, they feel like they may be getting left behind. They feel like the relationship is going to change between you and that person. And I completely understand that. I understand that because change is difficult. And when you're in a relationship, whether it's a, you know, a romantic relationship or you have a, a, a friendship or you know, coworkers or whatever that relationship is, when one person makes the decision that they want to do something to better themselves and they're going to be putting time and effort into that, sometimes it scares the other person. It scares them because they realize that the dynamic of the relationship is going to change. And, and that scares people. And that really, in their mind, kind of makes them think, where, where do I fit into all of this? And again, I'm not saying that this is right or wrong. I'm just saying sometimes this is how people think. Now, in saying that, we have to get back to what I was saying in the beginning. Stop asking people for permission and put them on notice. And again, when we go to somebody and we say, hey, we're really excited about something that we're going to do, something new, something exciting, it's almost as if we are asking them permission, right? We, we want them to validate the thing that we want to do. We want them to be happy for us. We want them to support us. But here's the thing. We have to stop expecting other people to be that for us. And we have to be that for ourselves. And if you want somebody who, to be supportive, then go out and hire a coach. Go out and you know, find a, a group of people who are doing what you want to do so you can support each other. But I really think that we have to get away from this mindset where we have these expectations of people to believe in us. Nobody owes us anything, right? Not even validation or belief in us. Nobody owes us anything. We owe it to ourselves. We owe it to ourselves to change something that we don't like to pursue a passion or a dream or a goal. We owe it to ourselves. And not only do we owe it to ourselves, 
We owe it to our loved ones. We owe it to our community and we owe it to the world. If you have a gift or a talent or you're pursuing something that you're curious about or passionate about, it's up to you to do that because you are secretly inspiring other people just by getting up and taking action on that. And a lot of us don't realize that we we have people that are secretly watching us. We have friends, we have family members, we have people on social media. I can't tell you how many times people have sent me a DM about a post on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn or a video or you know a podcast episode or they saw me speak somewhere or some of my coaching clients or people who've bought one of my books. I can't tell you how many times that people have said, man, Danny, this just resonated with me. And, and this isn't a bragging thing. I'm just trying to get you to understand that I'm just some kid from Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, Canada, a place that most of you probably don't even know about, who's out here trying to help people live a better life unapologetically. And if I hadn't, of dis- if I hadn't decided to do this, then I wouldn't have been positively affected by the people that I've been so fortunate and blessed to hear from or work with as coaching clients or you know, who have been in my audience that I've spoken to. And I, I wouldn't be blessed enough to be touched by those individuals, nor would they have the ability to, you know, my words for my words to resonate with them. See, it, it, we have to stop letting people talk us out of things. And there were many people who talk, tried to talk me out of this. So many people try to talk me out of, you know, starting my own business, getting into coaching. You know, they back in the day, I mean, I, I, I've been coaching for more than 15 years, maybe almost 20 years. And back then people were like, you can't make money doing that. <laughs> you can't make money giving people advice. That's crazy. And I just never listen to other people because I knew that I wanted to make a greater impact in the world. I knew what I wanted and I knew why it was important. And this is the thing. This is the key. If you have a goal or a dream, you got to get crystal clear on what it is that you want. You got to visually see it every day in your mind. If you want to buy a house, what does that house look like? How many bedrooms? You know, what does the basement look like? What type of neighborhood is it in? You got to see it every single day. You got to be clear about it because the more that you visualize these things and the more that you start to see it as a reality, the more that your subconscious mind kicks in and reminds you that you got to do something about it every day. And what it also does is once you're clear about what you want, it's very clear. Then you start to focus on why it's a must. Why is it a must? You know, Tony Robbins talks about this. He talks about many of us say that we should do something. I should go to the gym. I should look for another job. I should start a side hustle or I should start a business. But the shoulds are a way out because if you don't do it, it's like, okay, okay, that's all right. I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. Right? When you say should, it's almost like you're letting yourself off the hook. But when you say, I must, I must go to the gym. I must look for another job. I must eat better. I must buy a new house. When you say a must, now in your mind, 
your mind locks that in as this is important. We need to do something about this every single day, right? So there's a difference between should and must. And so once you're clear about what it is that you want, now you have to know why it is a must. Why must you achieve this thing? Why must you live this dream? Why must you become this better version of yourself? Why? And when you focus on what you want and why you want it, the how is going to come to you. And a lot of us start with the how, and it's usually how we can't. You, you kind of get an idea in your mind of something that you want or something you want to achieve, and automatically you go to, well, that's, I can't do that. I don't have the time to do that. I can't go back to school. I don't have this education. We get into all the how we can'ts, right? And that's why it's easier for people to talk us out of our goals and dreams because we already don't really believe in it. We're not really clear about the goal or the dream. So we're not really clear about the what. And the why is really, I kind of want this or I should want this, but it's not a must. So when somebody comes along and says, hey, here's all the reasons you can't do that or tries to talk you out of it, it's so much easier for them because you're not clear on it yourself. Does that make sense to you? And so what I realized long ago is that once I started getting clear on what I wanted, I mean really focused and clear about what I wanted in terms of my health, in terms of my finances, in terms of my business, in terms of my impact. Once I got clear in terms of my relationship, once I got clear on all of those things and why they were all a must, then it was very difficult for me to talk myself out of it, let alone somebody else. So when I got clear about taking control of my health, I made the decision that I was going to exercise four or five times a week, that I was going to make a shift in my diet and start eating healthier, that I was going to start taking more time out for mindset and clarity and meditation. And so that's what happened. I got clear about what I wanted and I made it a must. And so it's very difficult when you have those two things for people to talk you out of it. Because now you're not going to people asking for permission. You're not going to say, hey, believe in me, believe in my goals and my dreams. Now it's more of a, I'm putting you on notice that this is what I'm doing. Even you start to notice a shift in your own language. When you, when you get clear about these things, you start to notice it. You start to notice how you communicate to other people what you're going to do. And in some cases, you probably shouldn't even tell certain people. You know, that's a whole other conversation. but. Sometimes I don't even tell people what I'm doing. Actually, a majority of the time, I don't tell people my goals and my dreams. A lot of people find out, you know, after the fact or while I'm doing it, just because I understand that sometimes it's difficult for people to want to see you win when they're not winning themselves. And so, you know, I've said this many times, you know, you really have to be careful about who you tell your goals and dreams to. And if you're around people who are very negative and always trying to shoot you down, then maybe you shouldn't tell them your goals and your dreams and the things that you want. Maybe you should just let them find out through your actions or once you've achieved it. But if you do choose to go to individuals and they don't believe in you, make it about putting them on notice and not asking them for permission. Make it about, I understand what you're saying, but my hopes and my dreams and my desire 
is is way bigger than any negativity, way bigger than even me talking myself out of it. There's things that I've done in my life that I wasn't even sure I could do, but the what and the why were so big that I just had to go for it. And even if I wanted to talk myself out of it, I couldn't have. <laughs> you know, there's been times in my life where I'm like, why am I doing this? You know, and I couldn't even stop myself because my my mind just knew that it was important and it knew that I had to at least give this thing a, a try. And so that's what happened. You know, that was the case for the book. That was the case for trying to buy a house in one of the most expensive cities in the world, Toronto, Canada. And, you know, my mind would kick in and, and a little bit of doubt would, would, would set in when it comes to, when it came to trying to achieve some of my goals, but I just couldn't stop. And so people, and here's the thing, this is really interesting. Once you kind of get clear about who you are, what you want, or especially if you're clear about your, your gift or your talent or your purpose, once you get clear about certain things in your life, people around you notice that and they won't even try to talk you out of it because they know there's no point. Nobody could talk me out of quitting my job and and starting my own business to serve people and to help people break through, you know, barriers and find their greatness. No nobody could talk me out of that because I knew that that was my mission and my purpose. And so once you kind of get to that point where something is so important to you, it's a must. It is very difficult for people to talk you out of it. And what happens is the people around you realize that, and then they stop trying to talk you out of it. And like everything else, progress equals belief. So once you start to make progress, you start to believe that you can achieve it. And usually you start to believe you can achieve even bigger things. And then the people around you believe the same thing, right? So that's the beauty of all of that. And so that's kind of what I wanted to talk to you about, because I know a lot of us have people in our lives that are very negative. I know people who come to me and say, Danny, like, how do you deal with, you know, a, a husband or a wife or boyfriend or girlfriend or coworkers or parents or kids that are very negative? And every time I finally muster up enough courage to try something, they always tell me why it's not going to work. You know, how do you deal with people like that? And it's exactly what I said. It's two things. One, you just stop telling them your goals and dreams. It doesn't matter how close that person is to you. You just lead, you just show them with your actions, right? And then the other thing is you get so clear about what it is that you want and why you want it that they couldn't talk you out of it even if they tried. So that's it for this episode. I really hope that you got some value in this. I hope that if this is something that you needed to hear right now, I hope it landed well with you. You know, head over to uh, Instagram and send me a, a DM and let me know what you thought about this episode. You can hit me up at, at I am Danny Stone. But thanks so much for tuning in. And um, I'll be back next week with uh, some more words. I'm not sure if they're going to be good words, but I'll be back with some more words for you. <laughs> All right. Take care. Thanks so much for being my co-host on this episode of the Grind and Gratitude Show. I really appreciate you. I hope that you learned something and you're motivated to take action and get on your grind. Didn't that go by fast? If you want more, head over to grindinggratitude.com for show notes and information about this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a rating so more people will know to tune in. And let me leave you with this. 
There's something special about you. Grind until you find it. Be grateful when you get it.